This past Friday night, me and my wife were, were watching TV at home, and I went to get coronavirus supplies. I said, honey, what, what do you want? She said, Neapolitan ice cream. So I bought Neapolitan ice cream and mint chocolate chip ice cream on Friday. And now my supplies are all used up. It didn't last 24 hours. We, we've had an awesome week. We've had a, an extraordinary week. How many of y'all will remember this, this week for a long time? As a, as a community, as a people. And, uh, I, you know, when I think about what the Lord has done, you know, I love that the Lord prepares us for every journey. Some people say, God, Pastor, give me a prophetic word. You know, let the prophetic word just show up in your life. Don't seek a prophetic word because, you know, usually the word comes when you really need it. And it's usually because you're getting ready to go through something. And since the beginning of the year, the Lord has prepared us for this time. We've taught you how to not, not live in, in fear, but to walk by faith and not by sight. We taught you how the Lord is your shepherd you shall not want. We taught you how to rebuke the spirit of fear. We taught you how to sacrifice and to be a blessing in the midst of turmoil. We taught you how the Lord is a, a protector and the anointing protects. Amen. And I, we're ready. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're ready. Hallelujah. You know, I actually blame a few of you because I heard some of you praying that you wanted a timeout. And, <laughs> and this seems like a forced timeout on a lot of us. But, but we're all going to be together. It's going to be all right. Amen. All is well. All is well. I have a lot to share today. Um, let me just do a couple of public service announcements. Number one, you don't need toilet paper except for your normal use of toilet paper. If you are using extraordinarily amount of toilet paper, it's not the virus, it is bad tacos. <clears throat> Amen? And so, so if you went out and bought 30,000 rolls of toilet paper, it is your responsibility to go on Facebook, Twitter, call your friends, whoever, and give them a call and say, hey, do you need some toilet paper? Amen? Because we are not hoarders. We are givers. Amen? And I got some word to share on that today. Amen? You know, and, uh, and, and uh, one, of my, one of my pastor friends called me and, and I said, how you doing, brother? He goes, man, there's no toilet paper. And I said, okay. I said, oh, well, all right. Uh, are you still okay? He said, yeah, we, there was no toilet paper. There's no water. And I said, well, turn on the tap. Oh, yeah. Hey, that little faucet, there's water there. You could drink that too. Amen? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. 
Oh, but pastor, it got stuff in there. Yes, you need that stuff. It makes you like armor all, you know? They, it's like it, 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 it increases your antibodies. You need all that stuff, amen? It makes you stronger, amen? Hallelujah. And so you're going to be all right. Uh, there got, got some reports from uh, some of our, 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 our members of the church there. They work in, in the stores and, and some of our managers. And they, you know why they, they've been closing the stores? It's not that there's not stuff, that there's not more supplies. It's that no one's giving them time to take it out from the back and put it on the shelves. Give it a couple of days and all that you, you're going to have the, the food and stuff like that. It might be just a few days, but it's all there. The roads are still working. The trains are still going. People are still working. The, the boats are still flowing. Amen. There, this is not like a storm that, you know, the power lines went down and everything's scarce. And the only thing open is, open is, is a water burger. How many of y'all remember that in the last hurricane, you know? How many of you got in line for that water burger? You did? <laughs> You're going to be okay. All is well. Say all is well. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Just, just don't hurt your family if, you're, if you have to hang out in the house for a while. Amen. Let the, the fruits of the Spirit be in operation in your life. They make me so angry. Let the fruit of the Spirit be gr grow in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God, you know. And, but pastor, you know, they're not in school. Tell them to go outside in the backyard and play. There is no coronavirus with fleas and ticks, okay? <laughs> but what if they get sick? Look, you went outside. Your kids could do that too. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we're, we're, we're all right, amen? Matter of fact, we're not just all right, we're blessed. We're blessed, amen? I want to, we're going to pray. The president has asked for this day to be a day of prayer. And so we're going to pray together, amen? Let me declare this, and let me say this. Our president has shown incredible leadership. Incredible leadership. Well, I don't like him because of this. No, you just don't like him. But I'm a leader. I have been leading for a long time, and I've studied leaders that are, that are alive and that are dead. And I'm telling you, what he did this week and leading into this week has shown incredible leadership. And you should thank God that we have good leadership. He is pulling the private sector, the government sector. He's putting people in the right positions so they can excel in their strengths. There's a lot of things that are changing, and I might talk a little bit about it next week. But uh, just hearing the reports and what they're working on, you know, the, the funny thing is that, that uh, people, they talk and they complain and they criticize. But, you know, anybody could do that. Anybody could, but what are, where are the answers? And when they rolled out the direction that the country's going to tackle this adversity that we're facing right now, it is incredible. It is incredible. And so we should thank God for our leadership. Amen. Hallelujah. Say thank God for our leadership. 
Now, before we pray, open up your Bibles. Second Chronicles chapter 7. Don't get ahead of me. What if I don't read that scripture? Verse 1. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 1. When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And the priest could not enter the house of the Lord because of the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Can you say that with me? For he is good. For his mercy endures forever. One more time. For he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Amen. How many thank God that there's mercy that comes from the Lord? Amen. And so they had just finished building the temple unto the Lord. And they had offered all the sacrifices. And, you know, you could, you could do all the things you want. You could build the structures. You could build all the physical things that you want. But... If it's some place that you want God to fill, you still need the presence of God to fill that place. You still need the move of God to come on in and say, this is, this is the place. This is, this is where my glory can be found. And so they made all the sacrifices and they did all the praises, but it was the Lord that came and filled it with his glory. Amen. That's why I thank God for our church because this church is filled with his glory. When you walk into this place, there's something about it. There's something that God is doing. God has prepared this place, this time, this, this service for you to receive from his hand. Amen. And there's no reason why you cannot receive your blessing. There's no reason you can't receive answered prayers or, or answers to, to the questions you have. There's no reason you should not be able to receive. Because if God is here, he comes with his power. He comes with his might. And whatever you need can be found in him. Amen. And if you believe that, say amen. amen. In verse 12, it says, Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, or command the locusts to devour the land, or send pestilence, that's sickness, disease, among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Verse 15, now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever. And my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to I wanna find something real quick there. Because this, if we go there, this, the pestilence and the judgment, it wasn't there be, 
It was there because it was judging the gods of the land. It was there to judge the idols that had been built up by man. Many of us have turned our hearts away from God. Some people have asked, they said, Pastor, is this judgment? If you're unsaved, it is. And matter of fact, if you're asking my opinion, I believe it is. It's affecting everybody. I was singing this song and this morning I got so happy I didn't want to stop. How many are, only a few maybe remember this song? Soon and very soon we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon we are going to see the king. Soon and very soon we are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we're going to see the king. No more crying there, we are going to see the king. No more crying there, we are going to see the king. That's enough. <laughs> Everything that we've been talking about has about, been about heaven. You know, I thank God for all of his blessings in this world. But those blessings are there so that it empowers us to be ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ for others to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. I remember one great preacher, he said, why should God heal you? So you could go back worshiping foreign gods. And those foreign gods are, are entertainment, culture, sports. Those foreign gods could be, you know, man's ways instead of God's ways. Anything that becomes an idol in your house that you look to it for help and support outside of God is an idol. Anything that draws your attention away from God and to itself is an idol. That's why I don't understand when people, oh, Pastor, I can't, I can't come to church. I'm working. You work on Sunday? Yes. Do you work on Wednesday? Yes. We work on Tuesday? Yes. You work on, I mean, they make no room for God. And the funny thing is, you know, ask them why you make money, why you, why you, why you work? Because I want to make money. And so how much money do you have? I don't have any. So what are you working for? We have to put the things that are first, first. We have to love the Lord our God with all our heart and all our might and all our soul. That's priority. Then we love our neighbor as we love ourselves, amen? These are priorities in our life, amen? And so when we see things of judgment, they're not there to judge. They're, they're there to judge where you're at. And matter of fact, the Bible says, if you judge yourself, you will not be judged. So if you find out that you've been worshiping an idol, repent, come back to God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the word of God says that if my people will humble themselves and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. And then it says, then I will heal their land. Amen. We are the, 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 the sons of God. We are the children of God. We are the ones that, that our names are written in heaven. We have relationship with God. And it is our responsibility to lift up our prayers before God and ask God to heal this land. 
It's our responsibility to take our position as, as ambassadors in the kingdom of God and ask our heavenly father for his mercy to flow upon our streets and upon our neighborhood. You know, I, I was so blessed last week. I, you know, I've read that letter many times. I know I try to read it to you. I'm sure you guys got like two words out of all the, 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 the time I read that letter yesterday because I was crying so much. But I was crying not because I was sad. I was crying because I was so overwhelmed with the faith of this great man of God standing in the midst of the turmoil to show the power of Jesus Christ in the time of, of, of persecution, in the time of need. I could barely stand as I was reading it because God's glory was so strong. Amen. This is the, the anointing that's available for every one of us as we pray. That we could carry the burdens of the world and take it to, 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 to the Father and go into the throne room of grace and obtain mercy and find grace in our time of need. Amen. And so when someone asks you to pray, it's not, a, it's not a little thing. Because of your relationship with God, because your name is written in heaven, you have the keys of the kingdom and you can walk in and God will be there waiting to hear your prayers. Matter of fact, the word of God says that Jesus is our high priest of our confession. That's why your prayers have to be spoken out, not just thought. Because as you speak it, not only does God hear, not only does Jesus hear, but this world hears and you have an authority that's been given to you in the name of Jesus to, to bind things and to loose things, amen, on, in, on earth and in heaven. Amen. So when the, when, when the leaders and the president and people ask you to pray, that is your ministry. That is not just something that you do every now and then. That is your ministry. You are carrying the burden. You are saying, Lord, hear my prayer. Because of who you've made me, because of the love of, of God that I've accepted through your son, Jesus Christ, Lord, hear my prayer. And the Bible says he's our high priest of our confession. Amen. So as we pray today, recognize you're praying with power. Amen. Recognize that it's not a little prayer, that God hears your prayers. Amen. And that because of your prayers, I'm believing God that this entire virus is going to be removed off this land in Jesus' name. I believe there's going to be acts of heaven that are going to wipe out this, 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 this thing where, where there will be no more suffering in Jesus' mighty name. You know, I'm believing like there's going to be, there's going to be realms, ideas that are going to come from, from the kingdom of heaven that the scientists will be able to find vaccines and cures from this thing. I believe there's going to be things that are going to operate in the environment that are going to remove this, that's going to be totally destroy it in the name of Jesus. Amen. And so as we pray, we're praying for God's divine protection. We're praying for God's providence to reign in this land. We're praying for God's mercy upon, upon this nation, upon the nations of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody say amen. amen. Say praise the Lord. Praise now I want to read a letter to you by the president of the United States. I just believe it's so important that we get it exactly the way he asked it. Amen? Amen. This, is, this is written by President Trump. In our times of greatest need, Americans have always turned to prayer to help guide us through trials and periods of uncertainty. As we continue to face the unique challenges posed by the coronavirus pandemic, millions of Americans are unable to gather in their churches, temples, synagogues, mosques, and other houses of worship. 
But in this time, we must not cease asking God for added wisdom, comfort, and strength. And we must especially pray for those who have suffered harm or who have lost loved ones. I ask you to join me in a day of prayer for all people who have been affected by the coronavirus pandemic and to pray for God's healing hand to be placed on the people of our nation. As your president, I ask you to pray for the health and well-being of your fellow Americans and to remember that no problem is too big for God to handle. We should all take to heart the holy words found in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Let us pray that all those affected by the virus will feel the presence of our Lord's protection and love during this time. With God's help, we will overcome this threat. On Friday, I declared a national emergency and took other bold actions to help deploy the full power of the federal government to assist with efforts to combat the coronavirus pandemic. I now encourage all Americans to pray for those on the front lines of the response, especially our nation's outstanding medical professionals and public health officials who are working tirelessly to protect all of us from the coronavirus and treat patients who are infected. All of our courageous first responders, National Guard, and dedicated individuals who are working to ensure the health and safety of our communities and our federal, state, and local leaders. We are confident that he will provide them with the wisdom they need to make difficult decisions and take decisive actions to protect Americans all across the country. As we come to our Father in prayer, we remember the words found in Psalm 91. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. But wait, there's more. As we unite in prayer, we are reminded that there is no burden too heavy for God to lift or for this country to bear with his help. Luke chapter 1 verse 37 promises that for with God nothing shall be impossible. And those words are just as true today as they have been, ever been. As one nation under God, we are greater than the hardships we face. And through prayer and acts of compassion and love, we will rise to this challenge and emerge stronger and more united than ever before. May God bless each of you, and may God bless the United States of America. Amen. Amen. That's what we call a call to prayer, amen? So we received our instructions, amen? We're praying in the name of Jesus, amen? So it's time to pray. Stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Just begin to worship God where you're at right now. We, we, this is not a normal church. We're a Holy Spirit church, which should be the normal. We're a church filled with the Holy Ghost, amen? So let's welcome the presence of God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this house. Holy Spirit, touch your people. Holy Spirit, hear our words. Speak through us, Lord. 
Speak through us. Give us the words to speak as we pray for our country, as we pray for the nations, as we pray for our communities, as we pray for our leaders. Speak through us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We glorify your holy name. You are worthy of all the praise. You're worthy of all the glory. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord Jesus. Holy are you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for our people of the United States of America. I pray for the people of the world, for every person that's been suffering or has suffered from this coronavirus. Father, we pray for divine protection. We pray, Father God, for healing, Father God. We pray for restoration, Lord. We come against a spirit of fear. We rebuke fear right now in the name of Jesus. We command it to lead the hearts and the minds of the people. Father, we pray for, for clarity, Father God, amongst the medias, Father God, so that they give us the, 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 the news that we must receive for in, our, in this time, Father God, that will help us and bless us, Father God, and lead us into a place of peace. Father, we pray for our president, Lord, that you give him wisdom and guidance and you surround him, Lord, and protect him, Father God, that no evil shall come his way in every decision that he makes, Father God. Let it be directed by you, Lord. Your word says that the hearts of the king are in your hand and you could turn in whichever direction. So, Lord, we ask you that you turn his heart into to the heart of mercy, Father God, and give him the words, give him the, the, the actions and the direction, Lord. Surround him with godly counsel, Father God. Father, strengthen him, Father God. Father, we pray for the leaders of our, of our states, Father God. The governor, Father, the, the commissioners, Father God. The leaders of our city, the mayors, Father God. We pray for, their, for you to, to guide them, Lord, and give them the wisdom that only you could provide, Father God, as they lead us through this time. And Father, we pray for those in the front line, from our, our medical people and the, our, our, our police and National Guard, Father God. Lord, we pray for divine protection upon them, Lord. Lord, give them an excellent spirit, Father God, that everything they, can, they do, let it be an excellent, Father. Protect them, Father, that no sickness or disease shall come upon them as they serve one another in love, Father God. Lord, give them all the equipment and all the, the supplies that they might need, Father God. And Lord, re restore their soul, Father God. Refresh them, Father God. Father, we pray for the people of our land. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that they are now people of prayer, Father God, that they will teach their children how to pray and sanctify their food by the word and, and through prayer, Father God. Lord, that no, no sickness shall come upon them, Father God. We rebuke coronavirus. We command it to die in the name of Jesus, to leave the atmosphere, to leave the bodies of the people of this world. We command it to get out in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for divine acts of your mercy, Father God. Lord, we ask you to move the heavens and the earth, Father God, to wipe out this pandemic in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for wisdom for our scientists and our doctors, Father God, to treat and to cure this disease, Father God. Speak to them, Lord, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, that there's no fear but complete faith in this land, Father God. And Lord, we just pray for peace, peace, peace. We thank you, Father God. We receive complete victory. And we thank you, Father God, there's no fear. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you all blessed? 
Hallelujah. I, 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 ju I just saw fear just. It's just going. It's just going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.